Hello and welcome to Don't Tell Me What to Do, the astrology podcast. I'm Lisa Kiss, your host, and I'm also an astrologer, teacher, and conscious business guide. This podcast is named after one of my favorite sayings and expressions to live your life. We're all here to experience life in our own unique ways. So keep listening to explore different views of living life through astrology, business, and personal development as we go through the Zodiac seasons together and with our guests. Hello and welcome to this episode of the Don't Tell Me What to Do astrology podcast. So okay, I'm going to pick up my microphone because I have to sit back because my back is killing me. <laughs> Okay, so hopefully this sounds okay. I'm not like moving around too much. Okay, I'm comfortable now. So how's your day going? Um, I feel like we should just take a moment to do like a few deep breaths, close your eyes, ground into the space. Okay, so whatever your attention is, Oh my goodness. Whatever your intention is or listening to this episode, I want to do more business uh, uh, content on the podcast talking about my big like main three pillars in the work that I'm doing now under my new business, which is just my name, Lisa Kiss. If you've ever wondered, that is actually my name. I feel like I should do a post on Instagram or vote and be like, do you actually think my name is Lisa Kiss? And I'm and I bet you a lot of people would say no, but it is. It is actually my my name. It is on my birth certificate. It's, it's my name. The ethnic origin is Hungarian, and it's a really cool name, and I feel like I was born to kind of do something different and stand out with this name that I've been, I've been given, and yeah. So Lisa Kiss is all about business energetics and astrology or astrology energetics and business whatever order those are my three like things so astrology of course the needle chart everything i everything i do is rooted in that needle chart um it is just like it has been i discovered i discovered astrology as a kid my grandma got me really into it bless my my triple scorpio grandma i love her dearly as I'm mentioning her name, when is the last time I called her? I probably should call her and talk to her. She may call me later if she heard me, like, communicate. She came to see my dream once, and I phoned her, and she's like, I, I was thinking about you. I, I I, really – I wanted you to call me. So she came to see my dreams, and I'm like, she gives me the gift of the dreams. I love her so much. And I'm going to have to call her now. Oh, my goodness. So where was I going? So she got me really into it. She will phone me and she'll be like, Lisa, I'm surprised she didn't ask me though that it was the full moon. Cause she normally, now oh my gosh, she'll phone me and be like, oh my gosh, where's the moon? Like what's going on? What is, what does the chart say? Like she'll ask me and I, I read her, her transits over the phone. It's like on demand. She's the only person that gets like free, free astrology, uh, knowledge and advice. And, um, it's a, a good test for me though, to be like, oh, okay, let me pull up the chart. And then I read it. Um, but she got me really into astrology as a kid. She's like, you're a Gemini. Let's read your horoscope. And I was like, oh, cool. I'm a Gemini. I don't know what that means. Now I know what that means. And it's like so on point. And, uh, I really got into astrology, like studying it during my Saturn square, my like second one. So it goes square when you're seven, 
opposes when you're 14. Square is at 21. That's when I got deep into it. Then you have your Saturn return at age 28 to 30, which you've probably heard that term. And then you start the cycle again with square, opposition, square, return, square, opposition, square, return. And it maybe happens like three times depending on how long you live for. And uh, yeah, so yeah, I really went deep into it and it's it's rooted a lot of the stuff that I did. I've done even since my Saturn square rooted with astrology, but like really embodying it and not using it like using it in an empowering way. And it doesn't like lead your life, but it kind of just can help you make more sense of life. And for me, really the growing up process, I'm only 25. I feel like I don't call myself a real adult sometimes, but astrology has really helped me in navigating the world as an adult and growing up. But it's also helped me really navigate my purpose and how I should be doing things in my business. So then that's where the business aspect comes in, right? I like to say I'm a very passionate businesswoman. I am always doing more than one project. And for the last over four years now, I've been an entrepreneur. It's been so fun. And I like can be really hard on myself sometimes. And I feel like just a lot of entrepreneurs are. And I looked back at like all of my income statements over the years. And I realized that from May 2018 to, as I'm recording this, June 2022, I have never missed a month of entrepreneurial income. Now it is varied. Like I have varied different amounts of making like $200 a month, like one month when I first started to $5,000, what like one month for the entrepreneurial revenue that I brought in. So it was, it's always been a different number every month. That's the funness of being an entrepreneur, but I've never missed a month. I've never had a month where I haven't made some kind of entrepreneurial income. And for the last 10 months, I also have a nine to five. So on top of that, like I, I have entrepreneurial income coming in and I'm really hard on myself. And then I was like, wait, you've literally generated like self-generated revenue every single month for 12, 24, 48 months in a row. And I haven't missed one. And there's a lot of energy that comes with Gemini's inconsistencies and flaky. And I'm like, mm, not when it comes to my business. I am dedicated AF. I haven't missed a month, right? There hasn't been a month where I'm like, I'm just not going to help anybody. I'm not going to serve anybody. I'm not going to like, you know use the gifts and talents that I have to help somebody else do something they need help with. I'm not going to do that, whatever. No, I, I do that every month. I make sure I'm actively utilizing the, you know, part of my purpose to, to help somebody else, right? And I feel like everybody should be kind of tapping into that. Um, and it doesn't have to be like a full-time thing. It should just be like, you know, I can do this. So I'll, I'll do it five hours a week after after work or on weekends to, to literally help people. Like, yes, it brings in another revenue stream for you. That's amazing. That's like the energetics exchange of it. But it's like, hey, yeah, you got yourself a revenue stream and you could you just help somebody and then it creates like this ripple effect. And then I'm just really, really big also on women having their own um, ways of making money. I've watched different women in my life go through things and I'm just like, oh my gosh, that will not happen to me. And I, it's almost like this protection, the safety of um, not just putting all your eggs in one basket, like diversify and do more than one thing, right? But don't burn yourself out. Um, and then I mentioned like the energetics of it. For me, my big energetics thing that I teach is meditation and mindfulness, 
But I do so many energetic practices. It's insane. I tap. I well, I grew up dancing, so I, I dance now. Um, and if you knows, I'll teach like an energetics dance class one day. I don't know. I, I did do like dance teaching just for a little bit when I was like 16. Um, yeah, so like dance, any kind of like workouts, any kind of movement, EFT. Oh my gosh, what else have I done? I've done like hypnosis. What else? I tried mirror work. There's just like, there's so many things you can do. Well, I've done Reiki. That's energy work too. Self-Reiki, getting a Reiki treatment. But there's all these things and they're all like connected. And what I realized is that as a business owner, you need these tools and you can pick the tools, right? Like I don't I don't particularly use like tarot in any of my business practices. And I really only use Oracle cards for like personal. I don't necessarily use it in my business, but those could be the tools that really help you navigate within your business or your purpose or like the little side business. I don't say hustle. We don't say hustle here on this podcast. The side business that you do, your extra revenue stream, you use the tarot to guide you maybe. Or maybe you use your navel chart. Maybe you have a meditation practice. You know, maybe tapping has helped you. Whatever it is, as a business owner, when you're the one in charge and you're making all the decisions, you're literally challenging yourself every day to up level and be like a new version of yourself. And I've literally, my soul was like, let's go start your own business. And I'm like unrecognizable from like four and a bit years ago. I'm a completely different person. Did I ever think I would be like tapping my meridian points on my body? No. <laughs> um, but it, it does something and it, it works and it moves energy. And I've, I've grown a lot just because of the situations that I've like landed in and you're triggered so much. It's almost like your business is a mirror. And I've Chiron in my 10th house. It's been in my 10th house for a while. I didn't really realize it. But it will be in my 10th house till I'm like 30. So I have like five years of Chiron in my 10th house. So I'm literally healing almost like at the top. The healing is done at the top of my chart through the career, through the public image. But I don't – people don't necessarily need to see the healing. But it might come through in – I have an Aries 10th house, so like leadership. So what I want to talk about quickly on – this episode is I'm talking about the 10th house. It's one of the workhouses. And for me, like right now, there's a lot of healing going on in that 10th house energy, a lot of like soul healing, soul growth. Like if you think of your natal chart as the blueprint, your soul incarnated into who you are right now. And your soul is like, I want to experience life like this because I have never before. And that's what the chart kind of shows you. It's showing you what your soul wants to experience. And so when you look at it from a career perspective, because that's how I like to look at it, right? Like if you're someone who wants to get like a synastry reading, look at karma, like you got to go to a different astrologer. I'm like the business, um, business career, sole purpose, like let's decode how you're here to serve and how you're here to be like a boss babe. I'm not really a fan of the word boss babe anymore or like the term like fempreneur. Like, no, no, you're an entrepreneur. Don't, it's almost like a, because men don't call themselves like menpreneurs, right? It's like, come on, no, you're an entrepreneur. Like own that, you know, CEO, businesswoman, even saying businesswoman. But um, well, I guess businessman is a term. But anyway, so my soul came in and was like, okay, second house, sixth house, 10th house. Those are the career houses. Mine are all ruled 
by fire. I have a Leo second, Sag sixth, say that 10 times fast, and an Aries 10th. And I'm going to make myself laugh from that. I don't know why. We just had the Sagittarius full moon and I was like giggling and I was like, oh, what's going on? So Sagittarians have humor. So I don't know if that's why I was like, oh, you got to laugh about life sometimes. So second, six, ten. Say it a few times. Second, six, tenth. Second, six, tenth. Tenth. Those are the workhouses. Those are naturally the earth houses, Taurus, Virgo, Capricorn. But unless you're in Aries rising, Taurus, Virgo and Capricorn are probably not the ruler. Unless you're in Aries rising, then you just go with the year and it's that's really cool. Um, so for me, it's Leo, Sagittarius, Aries. So the dominant element there, that's what I'm going to talk about for you, is I want you to look to see what um, your dominant element is. Mine's fire. So I've always said like in life when it comes to my friendships and my family, my personal life, I'm not super duper uh, – super duper fiery. I'm pretty chill. I'd rather just have a conversation with you um, or kind of do something like practical or um, I like like one-to-one conversations where they, we almost like deep dive into things, you know? That's like water and air mixed together. I'm not super like, oh, hey, let's go on like a run together. Like, you know, people who run, I don't know how you do it. I have a consistent movement practice, but it has to be like fun and, and dance and whatever. But the fire in my life, I get distracted when I hear sounds. But it's very Gemini. I the fire in my life comes out through my work. And if you were to ask fire is like passion. So if you were to ask me, Lisa, what is one thing you're passionate about? I'd be like, I'm passionate about my business. I'm passionate about career. I am passionate about making like a name for yourself, branding yourself. Like that is me. You can ask anyone who's known me since I was younger. I've always had a plan for how my career is going to go. Has that plan actually happened? The plan has changed many times. You can ask my mom. But I always had a plan about career. I was always focused future like career. I need to have a career. I need to have like not just a job. I need a career, right? I need to be working and like connecting with people and like being recognized and well-known and an expert in my field. And I'm passionate about this. I might I don't want to hit the table. But like yeah, I was doing like a business coaching session. Like I want to give away, first giveaway ever. So fun. And um, her name's Anna. She, I'll like link Anna. She's lovely, lovely connection. I feel like soul connection because she's based in Australia. I'm in Canada. I've connected with her. Soul connection, soul connections. And uh, she was just like, where's the fire in your chart? She's like, I can hear fire coming out as you're talking. And I'm like, I'm a Gemini with a Pisces moon and a Cancer rising. That's water and air. I'm like, and then I have a Mercury Taurus, Gemini Venus, Mars and Virgo. I'm like, I'm like earth, air and water kind of all mixed together. And she's like, but so much fire is coming through you. And I'm like, oh, my workhouse is because we're here. We're talking about work and business. I'm like, oh, those are ruled by fire. And she's like, oh, that's what it is. And I was like, oh my God, yeah, it is. So when I'm in work settings, people might actually think I'm a fire sign or something. I have no idea. Like, I have no idea. I have no idea what people's perception of me is. I, I don't care. But I was like, wow, yeah, oh my gosh. So my goal right now is to let my fire really come through with what I do because I'm truly effing passionate about it. I don't know if I've sworn on the podcast. I don't know if I want to. But I'm like deeply, deeply, deeply passionate about business and all of this. I'm like, this needs to come through. The content needs to change. Let's go. And so 
if you also have a combination, so like if you look at two, six, and 10, and it doesn't have to be how mine goes, Leo, then Sag, then Aries. Yours could be any order like Aries, Sag, Leo, Sag, Leo, Aries, Sag, Aries, Leo. Did I do that one? Leo, Aries, Sag. I just did a bunch there. But like, you know, look at that. And if you have all three fire, you got the same passion drive and what you're doing, you need to be passionate about, it, you need to be excited about, it, you probably need to be leading, and you might be a little like you, you, like patience. Like I can't even get the, the words out fast enough. There's like a you have no patience, you just want to go, 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 head first, dive in. So it's almost like learning to like, okay, woo, you know, things are a process, but like diving in, if something excites you, you go with that. You follow that fire, but do not burn out. Like don't let that flame burnout and also just be careful not to like scorch other people because I'm that person that I'm like if you're in my way like I have a goal over here with that's connected to my passions and things that I love if you're in my way to that goal I literally will just I will hopefully that sounds weird on the microphone but I will just I will push you aside and just run right forward right like not actually run but I'll just like boop and I don't care if I have this energy where it's like if, if you're there if you're in my way boom the fire just blazes right past you so that's energy you always have to watch like the positive and negative signs of each of each sign and each element right making sure you're not like being rude or like fire can be very impulsive with words so like making sure you're not like offending anybody with what you're saying I mean you're gonna offend somebody but if I mean like directly like I could post online that I'm an astrologer and I've offended like lots of people. I don't care about that. But if I'm having a conversation with somebody, my goal is not to offend them. So, but I never, sometimes I say things and I'm like, oh my God, you can't take words back. So let's say for fire, find your passion, find your drive and just go. Just don't even like kind of have a plan, have a vision, but just go, just start taking action, just messy action and just go for it, go for it, go for it. And like, you'll just really be in that in that energy. Now there's obviously like the second house is money. The sixth house is your routines and service. Tenth house is how you're seen by others in this career legacy perspective. We talk about this. I'm creating, there's a program I have been having mentorship where I really go like deep into all of this with you over like a six month one-to-one mentorship container. And um, obviously we go deeper in it. But if you have fire dominance, like go for it. Like just literally (laughs) just go. Don't think, just act. That's maybe bad advice, but when it, with your career, just like you got an intuitive instinct because fire can be really, 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 really intuitive, just like water, but it's more like flashes of insight. You go with those flashes, babe. You just go with them. Okay, next we're going to talk about water. So if you're an air rising sign, you're going to have the water houses. So like my mom is Libra rising. So for her, it goes Scorpio second, Pisces sixth, Cancer midheaven. Now, if we're using Placidus, you might have some interceptions in your chart. Google what chart intercept, natal chart interceptions are. But um, and, and you might have like one house be air and the other two are earth or whatever. Like whatever your thing might be, you will have more of a dominant one. So just kind of intuitively go with which one that I'm talking about you kind of resonate with. But then look at your chart. Always DM me on Insta if you have any questions about what I'm talking about. Um yeah, I'm doing a free class. So like I might link it in the show notes. I will link it in the show notes. Um, bring your questions to that about this and we'll figure out your chart, what your what your workhouses are like saying, what your soul is wanting to experience through work. So we're gonna go back to water. So my mom has this. She's my example for the the water of service, empathy and careers, intuition, 
like a nurturing energy. Like you just want to help almost like selfless, but you got to learn boundaries. Um, Think of how water is just flowing and it's flowing boundless, right? Like, no, no, set up some kind of wall so you don't completely spill over. But the jobs that you will find yourself in, the career that you want to be in, your sole purpose will be fulfilled through a work of of service and helping others. Like people who have, um, like there's been teachers working with kids, animals. My mom is a social worker of 35 years. That's so water. She's a, if you have a cancer midheaven, though, specifically, you might literally just feel like you're meant to be a mom, like actually maybe have kids or, um, you know, fur babies, but just be a mom in some way, like because moms are leaders, right? And uh, Cancerian, cardinal energy leader, moms are leaders. So almost like you're leading, but like whatever you're leading, you're leading from like a more nurturing angle, right? Like my first ever job, I was like 16 and, and all the ladies there, they were like, they were moms. And I felt like I had work moms. So almost like if you have the water houses, you're almost like like the work mom to somebody or that kind of energy. But just very, very like you have to be a service and helping. So I'm just thinking like teaching kids, animals, anything um, like that. I said animals and I like heard a weird sound. <laughs> but Okay. I live in an apartment, so, like, there's always weird sounds. So there's a wall behind me that's shared. Um, It just distracts me. So, Gemini. Okay, you're fire rising, so now I'm thinking of my brother. He's a sad rising. If you are fire rising, so Aries, Leo, or Sag, your workhouses are Earth. Yeah, so for my brother, it would be Capricorn, then Taurus, and Virgo at the top. Yeah, he's Virgo Midheaven. He's an accountant. So, which is so, so Earth. So if you have Earth workhouses, that's like kind of what they're meant to be, but you might just have a different combination unless you're an Aries rising. You are an Earth dominant in your workhouses. You are literally here to just like do some practical stuff potentially have a slower career progression. Um, You might end up doing a really boring job. (laughs) Um, And when I say boring job, I mean like one of those really steady jobs that have a salary and consistency because you need that groundingness in your career. Um, it could even be that in your life, you know, you're a, you're a fire rising, so you're you're this naturally passionate person, very you know excitable or a little dramatic, and you have your flair. But at work, you're serious and you're earthy. But in your other parts of your life, you might be a little ungrounded. But work is what grounds you. How you're of service, how you're helping people, that'll be really big too. Like you're just gonna want to help and be of service, and almost with earth energy in your workhouses do kind of like the nitty-gritty stuff that people forget and you're just like, oh, okay, fine, I'll do it, right? But you like the fact that you're doing it. You like the fact that you're helping people. Um, It just might be more like mundane stuff Um, or just certain types of careers or services that are almost like essential or needed. So like, um, like basic things that like need to be done and if they weren't happening or no one was there to do them like society would fall apart like the earth people are the glue grounding us holding it together so that's earth and last one i have to talk about is air 
which is if you are an earth rising because then your second house would be air yeah so if you are a taurus capricorn virgo rising you have air as your um so you have a gemini maybe second house libra six um aquarius midheaven that's if you're taurus rising specifically but if gemini Libra, Aquarius, Landon, 2, 6, and 10. I'm like touching my table like there's a chart in front of me and I'm like, I know where it's going. But if you have um, air, you're going to be in a career that involves people, um, a more social type career. Like you're going to want to be connecting with people. Um, you most likely won't want to work by yourself. You're going to want to uh, – be around others and teams. Um, if you have like wherever the Aquarian energy is, you're gonna have a more forward thinking approach uh, um, to like what needs to be done, but almost with like a collective, we need to do this because it'll help the company as a whole. Or if it's your own business, I need to do this because it'll help humanity, the collective energy as a whole. Like you're going to have a very forward-thinking idea that might feel misunderstood, but it's so crazy it'll just work. Like that's the, the Aquarian energy that'll come through in, in 2, 6, or 10 for you. But um, yeah. You could even if, – if Aquarian's at the top of your chart, you could even have a career that, like, people don't really get. Or at work, you would just have all these ideas and people are like, how does, how does this person come up with this stuff, right? But, yeah, you'd be in, like, more of a social connecting career. I always think, like, if you have a lot of air prevalent – I mean, I'm a Gemini. My first thing, and it's still really strong in me, is marketing and social media, community connection, engagement, like, getting – like, I want people to um, – actually talk to me like I love when people DM me or you know email me and I'm like yes oh my gosh or like if I can do a chart reading I fire houses but I'm a Gemini but that air energy comes through where you just want to engage and converse with people you want to know the information so maybe you work in like media or journalism or anything like that where you're like either getting information or you're sharing information um it's very like airy what else for Aerie? To any kind of technology that allows you to connect with people more, get out in like the community, know what's going on. Um, but I, yeah, I immediately just think like you won't want to work by yourself. If you have like water, um, back to the water houses, you may actually want to work by yourself independently most of the time, or you might even want to like work with family, like things that feel really, really safe. Um, fire, you might want to work independently too. I know that comes through for me a lot. I'm going to work for myself. Um, fire, you're going to want to be the one in charge in leadership positions. I don't know if I said that, but that comes through a lot for me. Um, cause you just like, you're going fast and you're like, okay guys, let's go follow me. Like you don't want to follow somebody. You want to be the one leading. Um, with water, there will be that leadership energy to it from a much calmer state, but then you also might just want to be by yourself or be with family. Um, work from home is very watery. And then earth would almost be even like in leadership positions, but like, hey, follow me because this is the right way to do it. It's very like earth. There's a system in place, right? So hopefully you got something out of this episode of me rambling about the workhouses and the dominant element because I can't go through like, it'd have to be three separate episodes. What like all the signs through the second, all the signs through the sixth, all the signs through the tenth. Oh my goodness. 
that'd be like a lot. So just looking at the element first, I feel like can really help you understand what you're supposed to be doing through career or your business. I kept saying career, but when you really think about it, like I'm an entrepreneur and I really do think my career is being an entrepreneur. It is my business, right? As opposed to like, I have a marketing career and I mean, I do, but like, I like to think of the, your career is ever, ever evolving and it, it could include starting a business. So I am having a free class, come to the free class. We're decoding the midheaven, which is your 10th house. What I was talking about, we're only going to de- like decode that particular part. Um, I'll go through all the signs, have time for questions um, because I, it is to launch my one-to-one Midheaven mentorship program. Then I also have a Midheaven membership program where I'm going through things like the workhouses in astrology. Um, you know, you're like Venus placement in your chart. Uh, and it's basically going to be like a six-month uh, astro business course where we're going to do like a monthly class and learn about what is um, going on in your chart and how it can help you in your business. But the how I'm going to run the courses is it's going to be on like a membership basis. So Midheaven membership where you basically can join for X amount per month. The details will be in the show notes, but you join. But if you don't want to do one a month, you just don't enroll for that month and then you just enroll for like the next one or you can enroll for three you can do six there's like um deals if you do that um but if you because I like to offer options as a being a Gemini so I have like that membership if you want to like come in like a small little group and and learn astrology that way and then get some one-on-one time with me as well but then I have the big container of Midheaven mentorship six month sacred container just me and you, two hour, like two one hour calls every month with accountability support, and you come to those classes too, so you're not alone. But you have like that support and the one to one space to really dive deep into your chart and what you need done to like either start your business and get your business up and running by like halfway through the program, and like you are generating revenue like six months from when you start, or you like just started your business, you're feeling lost, you need clarity. So more details in the bio, but come to the free class to learn more about the program. And I'm offering like a little something special when you attend the class. And follow on Insta, DM me with any questions, or email me if that feels better for you. And more astrology and business content is coming your way because it's powerful and it has led me up into this point. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I'd love to hear from you on Instagram or by leaving a rating or review. It would also mean the world to me if you subscribe to this podcast, if you enjoyed today's episode. If you'd like to support the podcast and continue to discover the don't tell me what to do vibration, there are three different ways you can keep listening to these podcast episodes that I put out weekly. You can also purchase the subscription version of the podcast, which is new, for exclusive episodes. Or you can purchase my book, which has the exact same name as this podcast. So with so much love and gratitude, see you very, very soon in the next episode.